Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, light it up. Good God Almighty. Woo. We're handing out something to you. Could you give them their light, please? Woo, I'm about to light it up. Y'all don't even understand what's about to happen in your life. You don't understand what's about to happen in your family. Every place that is dark, light is coming to it. Everywhere that's confused, peace is coming to it. Y'all need to look at your name and say, light it up. You are the light of Everywhere you step should light up like the Billie Jean video from Michael Jackson. Light it, light it, light it, light it up. Y'all not excited yet? Tell somebody, light it up. Wherever there is sadness, you should step in the room and light it up. Wherever there's depression, you should step in the room and... They're not ready this morning. They're not ready. Light it up. Yeah, oh, some things going around. That's why y'all trying to get your little things together. You're not supposed to light it yet, but I can see y'all can't wait, so it's fine. It's supposed to be a part in the sermon where we do it, but go ahead and do it, because I know y'all want to get your little treats. Light it up. Light it up. This light we're giving you is on the outside. The light that God gives is on the inside. Song says, this little light of mine. <laughs> I'm going, oh, thank you so much. Let me get my light. You can turn it off until, amen, until the, amen. Thank you, daughter. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. This light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let's go to the first scripture. It says, ye are the light. Why they passing it out? It's fine. Just pay attention. Amen. Ye are the light of the world. Live. You are the light of the world. You are, I'm going to take my time because I know y'all getting y'all gifts. Y'all looking at it like, oh my God, it's so nice. They got the, okay, get, go ahead. Take your time. Good. <laughs> Some of y'all don't even want to give it to somebody else. Go ahead. Why you got an attitude? You in church. Hey, smile a little bit. Enjoy a little bit. He rose. Ain't no, there should be no frowns. Nothing should go this way. Nothing should be down. Everything should be up. In the name of Jesus. Do y'all have your lights? Has everybody got it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all got it? I see you waving it up top, the little kids. That's all right. Thank you, Jesus. I see you waving it. We're going to wave it later, but you can do it now. Ain't no problem. Yeah. Go ahead. It's hard to keep. Matter of fact, turn it on now. You're right. It's hard to turn off your light. We don't want to turn it off. We want to keep it on. We want to stay lit. Look at your neighbor and say, stay lit. You are the light of the world. We lighten it up today. We lighten it up. Your family needs your light. Your neighborhood needs your light. Your job needs your light. Orlando needs the light. We're going to light it up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to wait for everybody to get it. It's all right. Who y'all waving at? Somebody down there? You waving at her? Okay, y'all want to sit together? You good? Okay, uh, uh, okay no problem. All right. <laughs> Light it up. Y'all got it? Y'all open it like it's the, the Cracker Jack treat in the box. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't pull it apart too hard, you'll break it. Some of y'all got to get it past your fist. I know it's kind of small, but it don't, don't break it. Amen. Let's get into the word as we're doing that. I'm ready. I'm ready. Ye are the light of the world. Somebody say, I am the light of the world. Now, that's a big responsibility. Because that means that you can't join. You don't, you're not, you don't always have the privilege to join lights. Sometimes you'll be the only light. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't shine. Are y'all hearing me? I'm going to make it real simple. This is not even the point, and it don't even matter. But if everybody in the room cussing, it don't mean you have to. You are the light. You don't join in light. You are the light. 
Like the Bible says, make a joyful noise. Make means create it. Make means it doesn't even exist. Can you make a joyful noise if a, no if a joyful noise doesn't exist? We like to join in praise, but can you start a praise? Did y'all hear what I said? Yeah, there, there, there are people who are initiators and there are people who are standards and that is you. You are the light of the world. He said, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick and give it light to all that are in the house. You are about to give light to everybody in your house. Y'all might as well come on because I'm preaching right now, all right? You're about to give light to your house. Live. does your house need light? Does your house need Jesus? Does your house need peace? Guess what? You are responsible for the peace in your home. I know you're waiting on your husband to act right, and I know you're waiting on your kids to get it together, but if they don't, you are responsible. It's quiet on this side. Let me stay where my family is. You are responsible for the light in your house. If nobody else is shining, shine. It gives light to all that are in the house. You got to give the light. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and what? We know this. Glorify the Father which is in heaven. Ye are the light of the world. The next thing he says is a candle that sits on the hill cannot be hid. Is it this one or the next one, Lord? All right, I'm going to go to the next one. Well, no. Yeah, let's go to the next one. Here's another way to put it. You are here to be light. To be light. Bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this. Say your name, but we're going public with this. Gone are the days of God knows my heart. That's going private with it. Jesus didn't die in private, so let's not live in private. Y'all quiet already. Are y'all here? We're going public with this. All this praising and crying you doing in here, what if your co-workers were here? Would they understand? Like, oh, she always do that. Would they be like, oh my God, Clarice. Would they, some of your friends will be shocked to see you in church, and that is a shame before God. Go public. We're going public with it. <laughs> We're going public with it as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? God said, I put light in you. And watch this. This is what he told me today. He said, I am about to expose you. He told me that today as I was just reading over my notes again. And I got scared. I was like, why? What I do? God said, I'm making you light bearers. You think I'm going to hide that? He said, I'm about to expose you. He said, Ty, tell them that he never, tell them I never expose how bad you are. I only expose my grace in your life. So if God puts you on blast, it's not the, so the world can see how messed up you are. It's so they can see how blessed up you are. Look at somebody say, you about to see something in a minute. You about to see. Woo! I can't wait to finish preaching this. God is about to expose you. You were in the background for long enough. You've been praying. You've been faithful. You've been committed. You've been treating people right. They spit on you and you said, that's cool. You let bygones be bygones. And God said, I'm going to bring you from the back. Y'all not ready. To the front. Is anybody ready to be put on blast? Your business is about to blow up. Your career is a good God. And it's not how good we are. It's how bright his light is. In us. You don't think I'm going to put you on the bucket, do you? I'm putting you on the light stand, bruh. Now that I put you there on the hilltop, I'm putting you on top. God's about to... We are above only and not beneath. So God is going to put us in our rightful place on top on a light stand. Shine, he said. 
Keep open house. Be generous with your lives by opening up to others. You'll promote. Okay. So God is saying, I'll put light in you, and this light cannot be contained. Mm. He said, you will tell his people how to find salvation through forgiveness of their sins. Because of God's tender mercies, the morning light from heaven is about to break out upon us. That's the next verse. The morning light of heaven, the next one, is about to break out upon us. The morning light of heaven is about to break out upon us. I'm telling y'all, we're going from night to day. You're going to, uh, oh, your lives is going to look polar opposite in your next season. Okay, no, no, let me just. When I say things like that, I'm not trying to get you hyped. We're going to back it up with scripture, but I just want to say it. Because I know a lot of preachers say like these hype clauses. Like, turn around three times and say it's happening. And then nothing happens. I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> that was kind of funny. To give light to those who sit in darkness. That's why you're about to shine. That's why the morning light is about to break out upon you. To give light to those who are in darkness. So you ain't about to blow up just to blow up. You ain't about to take off just to be banging. God is not about to elevate you so you can just post. His plan is too big for it to be just a post. God's plan is too big just to get 500 likes. That ain't what God's, that's not God's vision. That's our ambition. God says, I got a whole world that needs your light. And your business is going to help shine the light of God. So you're going to open your beautician business. Not so you can be like, yes, my, I just, no, 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 no. It's not so you can celebrate yourself. It's so that you can shine the light. Y'all don't know what. Of Jesus. He says, I'm giving it to you. Because you're going to give glory to me. Do you see that? I'll give it to you if you give it to me. A pastor that I used to know said, well, I still know, he says, if I can get it through you, I'll get it to you. All right? So let me keep moving. I got a lot to go. I'm excited about this. It says Jerusalem. Next verse. Jerusalem, we can call ourselves Jerusalem. That's us. We're the people of God as well. Get up and shine. I like that because up is in there. So you can't shine until you get up first. You don't shine depressed. I lost this side, okay. I know every line, I'm kind of looking for y'all to scream after every line, I'm sorry. I'm in already, so I'm just like, ah! I'm like, what you think about that? What you think about that? What you think, that's what I'm doing right now. You can't shine depressed and sick and impoverished. First, you gotta get up. Good God. Look at your name and say, get up. Woo, you can't be sad and attitudinal every day and expect to shine the light of God. That's not glory. That's not shine. That's not brilliance. First, I got to come out of some things. I got to come out of sin. I got to come out of depression. I got to come out of poverty. Because you can't shine unless you first. Say your name. Minister Christian preached this two weeks ago. He preached, get on up. Somebody say, get on up. Get up and shine. Your light has come. The glory of the Lord shines on you. Darkness now covers the earth. Deep darkness covers her people. Darkness covers the earth. Darkness covers the earth. That's agenda from the powers that be. Spiritual wickedness in high places has established systems to keep the world dark. Okay? Powers of darkness, rulers of darkness. There are rulers, there are, y'all have to understand this. I'm not here to preach about demons and devils, but you have to know who your enemy is. <laughs> you don't train to fight just by offense. You have to know the strengths of your opponent. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The agenda of the enemy, the, the rulers of darkness, their job is to guard the darkness. Their job is to make sure you stay confused. Stay dark. 
stay in sin stay you know confused that is the job of these entities so darkness covers the earth and deep or gross darkness the people so the people that embody this spirit are manifesting the darkness that's why we have school killings every week and that's why they show the school killings every week on the news as if nobody's in church on Sunday they ain't gonna show that but the next killing, the next dark thing, expect to hear it perpetually. If someone graduates, you'll see it twice. If someone dies wrongfully, you'll see it two million times because darkness covers the earth. Y'all quiet. And deep darkness to people. Like the devil has an agenda, but once the devil's agenda hits humanity, we take it deeper. Certain things ain't even the devil. He probably whisper, slap her. And you slap her, kick her, and stab her. Once that darkness meets man, we make it deep darkness. He told Eve to eat the apple, the fruit. She ate it and Adam ate it. We always take it deeper. And y'all know I'm telling the truth. If the devil tell you to do it one time, ah, you slip and mess up, the next time he ain't even talking and you like. Deep darkness to people. We got to get up. We got to get out of that. Tell your neighbor, get out of darkness. Whatever the devil whispers, we scream. But God screams and we whisper his stuff. Somebody say, Hosanna. That means help us. That means help. We need you, Lord. Save now. Sin prosperity. Deep darkness to people. But the Lord shines on you. Right? So deep darkness is covering the, covering the earth. Uh, darkness is covering the earth. Deep darkness to people. But the glory of the Lord shines on you. So what affects others will not affect you. It's like, it's like the Passover. The blood was covering the doorposts of their house. Death was all on the outside. The cries of the people and death were everywhere outside. But inside, there was peace, provision, and protection. What I'm saying is, even though the world is getting dark, it won't affect you. You should be excited about that. It'll never affect you. You can be in the fire like the Hebrew boys and not affected. The people that threw them in were affected, but they were in it and not affected. Woo! If the world experiences a famine, I'll always have bread. If a disease sweeps Orlando, I'm going to have perfect health. If everybody go broke, I'm going to have a few dollars. Because what happens to you? Don't have, Good God Almighty. His light is shining on me. Even though it's dark, I'll tell your neighbor, it ain't going to happen to me. It ain't going to happen to me. Woo! The Lord's light is on you, and people see his glory around you. Has anybody heard, girl, what's up with you? You looking, okay, you all happy, okay, okay, okay. Has anybody heard that in your life, like, what's going on with you? You look good. Are you, are you dating somebody? Is that what they say? You got to have a man if you got joy. You need to tell them, this joy that I have. Ain't no man give it to me. Ain't no man taking it from me. I'm happy on Sunday, happy on Monday, happy single, happy. Y'all don't know what I'm talking. Anybody got joy apart from anybody else in your life? Wow! Let me hear the joy you got in here. Scream! Even without having everything I want, I have joy. That's the light of God. They see his glory around you. Nations will come to your light. Mm. Kings will come to the brightness of your sunrise. Get ready for dignitaries to come. For your advice. For your services. I don't care if you own a car wash. Get ready for like a fleet of Bentleys to come in there. Like, I don't know. But kings and people of uh, importance and people of uh, influence are going to be attracted to your light. I know what I'm talking about. If I can testify, I would right now. They're going to see your light. 
and they're going to be drawn to it. Okay? Man, I wish I could, I wish I could tell my stuff. Let me keep going. They will be drawn to it. Here we go. For the Lord gave us this command, and he said, I have made you a light to the Gentiles. So you're a light, and you're about to, all this stuff about the blood, but it's, 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 it's uh, to bring salvation to the farthest corners of the earth. It's not just to celebrate yourself. We have lights now so we can see ourselves clearer. Like you got that selfie light around your phone? So you can see yourself better. This light is not so you can see yourself better. This light is not so that you can celebrate how good you look. No, 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 no. God is saying in this season, if and when I bless you, you better not take that for yourself. You better at the grand opening, you better take them big scissors, cut the ribbon and say, Jesus did it. See, now y'all making me run. I got to take a lap. I'll be right back. Good God. Somebody scream, Jesus did it. You better not stand up there and smile like, yeah, I went to school and all my degrees and all my hard work, hard work pays off. If you just hustle and work. the devil is a liar. God gave me the strength. God gave me the brilliance. God gave me the energy. God gave me the vision. God, 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 God. Jesus did it. That's how you shine. Jesus did it. Liv, you about to blow up, but not for you. Ooh, did you hear that, babe? I said, Liv, you about to blow up, huh? but not for you. <laughs> You'll benefit from it. You'll be blessed by it, but it's not for you. Unsuccessful people have not mastered serving. You're successful when you give good service. You don't go into business like, let me see how much money I can get. Let me, I can get twenty dollars off of her. Ooh, if I get, how many people in here tonight? Ooh, if two, if everybody give me fifty dollars. If you think about yourself, you will remain unsuccessful. But when you think all these people up here, how can I serve them? What do they need? What should I say to them? What can I give them? Oh, I can sing. Maybe I'll throw a concert so that they can be blessed. And then success comes to you because you serve the people well. If you got a car wash and leave spots on my car, but you're just glad you got my money, I'm not coming back. Good service brings success. I feel like running in the name of Jesus. I said good service brings success. I said it last week. I'm going to say it again this week. That's why we love Chick-fil-A. I'm mad they closed today. That's why I like Chick-fil-A. Before you get to the window, somebody's standing with a tablet. What you need? Oh, in that case, I guess I'll have a... Look at your neighbor and say, in that case... Service precedes success. Never go into business thinking only what you can get out of it. Now that's a business tip right there. Serve the people well, they'll keep coming back. Ooh, I might break into a Chick-fil-A today, y'all. Y'all got me hungry for it. I might just kick a window in and just take a waffle fry. Just one. And Polynesian sauce and dip it and leave. I just want one witness. Oh, my wife said no, Chick-fil-A sauce. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, that's why she's my wife. She get me together. She <laughs> Chick-fil-A sauce is better. Forget y'all. <laughs> I still like Polynesia. Ain't nobody care about that Chick-fil-A. What's up, y'all? You good? That's what I'm talking about. You got your church. I got mine. I'm just playing. If you leave, I'm coming to join your church. 
If you ever leave me, we all three living together. I'm coming to you. Anyway. I'm gonna be at your, your wedding with your new husband, like, uh, me too. We both do, I ain't leaving her. <laughs> Coming down the aisle with you, like, uh-uh. <laughs> Love me, I wanna be with you. I wanna, <laughs> stop, we in church, so the Lord says, Jerusalem, give me the next one, Jerusalem, <laughs> big Jesus, <laughs> no that's not it, that's not what I want, hold on, hold on, <laughs> can you find the one that says uh, there is no judgment against anyone who believes in him, <laughs> y'all need to get saved, there's no judgment, y'all every, uh, when I call the altar call, all of y'all come down, I'm not playing, y'all got into that song a little too quick, and the whole worship you was quiet, get saved today, there's no judgment, <laughs> They was like, I want to be with Stop playing, we in church. So the, the, the Bible says there's no judgment or condemnation against anyone who believes in him. But anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged. There's no condemnation if you believe in him. But if you don't believe in him, you're already condemned. <laughs> For not believing in God's one and only son. And the judgment is based on this. The Bible says this is the condemnation. So there's no condemnation if you believe. But if you don't believe, you're already condemned. How could you say that? Well, this is the condemnation. God's light has come into the world, but the people love darkness. Rather than light. Because of their evil works. Good God. So you're condemned by light. It's like I want to sleep and you turn the light on, turn it off. Because I enjoy being unaware. As long, yeah, don't tell me cussing don't please God. I don't want to hear that because I love cussing. Don't tell me fornication is not my best life because I love sleeping around. That's the condemnation, my commitment to darkness. The condemnation is not, you're going to hell. I can't, but that's not it. The condemnation is your commitment to your old self. I feel like running, but I got to finish the sermon. You're condemned when you arrest yourself to the former you. That lifestyle, that level is condemned. If you're in a hotel, you're on the 17th floor. Let's say 18 because it's 2018. You're on the 18th floor. If there's a fire on the sixth floor, why would you go there? The whole sixth floor is on fire. You're on the 18th floor, safe. Why would you belittle yourself, come down to the place where judgment, I mean fire, is? So if God has condemned a certain lifestyle, when you choose to step in it, you choose to be condemned with it. <laughs> Okay? Why jump in a mud pool if you don't want to get dirty? You choose to be dirty when you choose to step into that lifestyle. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Condemnation is connected to low-level living. Okay. okay. Uh, so, the, God's light came into the world and people love darkness more than life. But they, these were evil. All who do evil hate the light. People can't stand you talking about God. They might be evil. Because it says all who can't stand the light. You hate the light and you refuse to go near it for fear their sins will be exposed. But those who do what is right come to the light so that others can see that they're doing what God wants. When you come to God, he's not going to expose your sins. He's going to cleanse you of it. He's going to free you of it. Whatever condition you're in this afternoon, go to Jesus with it. He's not going to judge you. He's going to love you. Amen? So if God is the light, how did we become the light? Oh, I got 10 minutes. How, can, you, can I get five more minutes? Can you add five minutes?
Give me at least 15. <laughs> Jesus is the light of the world. How do we become the light? Okay, this scripture says that Christ should suffer and that, should, and that he should be the first that should rise from the... The next scripture, please. Uh, uh, that Christ should suffer. That scripture, that Christ should suffer. I'm sorry, the slides are a little out of place today. I'm almost done. That Christ should suffer and that he should be the what? The what? Right, and that should is spelled wrong. That should rise from the dead and should show light unto the people and to the Gentiles. Here we go. This is how we became light through Jesus Christ. I'm about to explain it, and then we're going home. This is the whole thing right here. He suffered that we should be the first that will rise from the dead. Jesus suffered, and he's the first that will rise. The Bible didn't say he's the first that will suffer. He suffers, but we take place, we take part in his resurrection and show the light unto people. So it's not just rising up. That's what I'm saying the whole time. It's not that you should rise up, but you show light to the people and to the Gentiles, ungodly people. So he's the first, but we got, somebody say, we got next. <laughs> say it again. Say, we got next. If Jesus rose, I'm next. If he came out, I'm next. If he got up, I, somebody say, I got next. So this whole thing, this whole he got up, this is whole, the resurrection is an upgrade. We're going to explain it to you. The whole resurrection is an upgrade. The Bible says, I will exchange, if you got that scripture, I will exchange your bronze for gold. Yeah, y'all not hearing it. Your iron for silver. Your wood for bronze. And your stones for iron. Look at somebody say, it's an upgrade. The resurrection is all about an upgrade. It's all about you getting better. Even if you got wood, you're going to bronze. And even if you got bronze, you're going to silver. And if you got silver, you're going to gold. And if you got gold, you're going to platinum. And if you got platinum, you're going to diamond. Tell somebody, I'm coming up. It's an upgrade. It's an upgrade. It's an upgrade. I will be your peace, your leader, and your righteousness, and your ruler. Everything about the cross is an upgrade. The death and the burial settled our sins. But the resurrection blessed our lives. Are y'all ready for this? The Bible says, and I have to talk about this. I don't, I don't want to really stay on it, but I have to because it's Easter Sunday. He suffered such a heinous penalty. The Bible says in Isaiah, the next one, just as there were many who were appalled at him, he was beat so bad that his appearance was so disfigured, it was beyond that of any human being. And his form marred beyond human likeness. He didn't even look like a human on the cross. Human likeness. We know what a human looks like. I've seen some people like, is that a girl or a boy? Is that a, I've seen like not knowing the sex. But I always know it's a human. I've never seen somebody beat so badly that you don't even know if it's a cow or a human. Oh yeah, we have to think about this. We have to consider this. He was beaten so severely because this is God's uh, uh, wrath against sin. It's not really, I can't believe they did that to him. And the Romans and the Jews, I can't believe they did that. That's really God, that's how God views our sin. Are you understand what I'm saying? That was justifiable punishment for our sins. It's not really the evilness of the Romans. No, it's the sins of ourselves. So we can get mad at the people. How they gonna put a crown of thorn? I can't believe one of them thorns is your sins. I can't believe they slapped them. One of them slaps was your mess up. I can't believe they pierced them. One of those pierces was my mistakes. It ain't them. It's our sins. God says this is justifiable because this is how much I hate it. This is what we would look like had we had to pay for our own sins.
I'm thinking about a gang or mobsters. If you cross somebody in the mob, they will beat you down so badly, you'll never do it again. That's how badly God punished himself, I mean Jesus, for our sins. That I, 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 this is how badly, this is how, and you know they say like hate crimes, like, like you can, if you stab somebody, I think my wife could tell you better than this, shoot, stabbing somebody is deeper than shooting somebody. Right, because you got to get closer. You got to just keep doing it. Like, that's nasty. Like, how could you keep doing Even if I'm mad, I'm like, <laughs> I'll be like, ah! And then the person responds like, ah! They coming at me, I'll be like, ah! That's, you got to be evil to just keep, you got to have some, y'all. Shooting somebody is easier. That's a punk move. You ain't got, you ain't got to be in close proximity. You just trying to prove something. You corny. That ain't nothing. You ain't got to be evil to shoot nobody. But you got to have a personal vendetta and a, a, a personal, it got to be personal to get up close and just beat them and beat them and beat them and beat them. And God allowed Jesus to be beat and beat and beat and beat because he took it personally. He takes it personally. I can't stand sin. I hate sin. I hate fornication. I hate lying. I hate adultery. I, he allowed him to be beat for us. To the point where the man didn't look human. I've never seen that. But he did it for us. Then Jesus shouted out again. Next scripture. And he released his spirit. I'm closing y'all. This is my first one. Ready? I got two more. We out of here. Jesus shouted again and he released his spirit. At that moment Jesus shouted and died. The Bible says... The curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn, y'all see this, in two, from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rock split, all this stuff. Listen, this is very important. I know y'all know this, but just indulge me. The curtain in the temple represented separation from the presence of God. Imagine this curtain being closed right here. I wish it was. You all can come in. Uh, 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 what is it? What is it? Uh, the outer court, thank you. And then this is the inner court, but the most holy place is like the stage. So imagine us all going in the outer court, and now we're in the inner court, right? We're closer to the presence, but nobody can go into the presence unless you were a high priest. You had to have a certain clout, certain lifestyle. So the veil was shut. The curtain was down symbolizing don't pass this point. You good up until this point, you can't have a personal relationship with God because your sins are too bad, right? So God, when he died, when Jesus died, that curtain was ripped. That was like, I understand the Jews still didn't, but this Jew still wasn't with it. So to rip the veil was like, but God, the Bible says it was ripped from top. Yeah, you see that? From top to bottom. Now this curtain ain't like at your house. You know what I mean? Over your closet, like, let me move these blinds so I can see. No, the curtain was a huge, long curtain, like this, like this. So you can't go to the top and rip it. So it had to be ripped from someone who was above it. Did y'all miss it or did you get it? The veil had to be ripped from someone who was above it. God took the veil and said, no more will there be separation from me. All who are willing, come on. Whosoever will, come in the presence. Get in my glory. Look at somebody say, I got all access. Say it one more time. Say, I got all access. It was ripped from top to bottom. Here we go. Rocks split apart. Tombs open. The, look at this. The bodies of many godly men and women who died were raised from the dead. They left, they left the cemetery or the graves. They left their graves after Jesus' resurrection, went into the holy city of Jerusalem and appeared to people. Okay, studies show when Jesus died, 
when he died in an earthquake, graves were open. Not, so Jesus went into the grave and the graves of the believers were open. All right. And when he rose, they came out with him. Y'all, okay, y'all don't understand what I'm saying. Jesus did not rise alone. Y'all quiet. You think Jesus was the only one that got out the grave? Many believers. Are you a believer? Many believers. Are you a believer? Many. Uh, it's time to come out of your grave today. God says, I'm coming out and I'm bringing you with me. Tell your neighbor, I'm coming out and I'm taking you with me. Graves represent the past. The past. Some of us are living in our graves, the past. You live there. You remember every hurt. You remember every pain. You remember every offense. You're still bitter. You're living in your past. You're literally dead. But God says this morning, yeah, you're going to rise and shine. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, rise, shine, and give God the glory. <laughs> High five your neighbor and say, rise, shine. And give God the glory. You're coming out. 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 You're coming out of stress. Coming out of bondage. Coming out of bitterness. Coming out. Somebody scream, Amen. Second closing, almost done. Jesus is not just our Savior. There's just a lot of walking. I want to make sure everybody's okay. Are you guys all right? Did I miss a fire alarm? Amen. 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 I'm almost done. I hate to bore you. I'm sorry I'm boring you guys. I you can preach if you want I'll give you the mic Jesus is not just our savior he's not just our lord but guess what y'all Jesus is our example okay what happens to him happens to us we are the body of Christ many people stop they, 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 they figured the life of Christ, look at how Jesus responded, blessed are they, you got to do what Jesus did, do what Jesus did, do what Jesus did, he's our example. Why do they stop at the death? He appeared in the Bible after the death. So if he's our example before, he's our example post-resurrection. <laughs> so let's look at the post-resurrected Jesus. I hope y'all ready for this. And if not, I, I, I like it, so you'll be all right. At, at this, he says, she turned. Here we go. Here's Mary at the tomb. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. She's, do y'all see that? She saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, woman, why are you crying? Who is it you're looking for? Thinking, she, thinking he was a gardener, she said, sir. This is somebody who knew Jesus. This is a woman who was at the foot of the cross when he died. This is a woman who brought spices and oils to his grave to anoint his, death, his dead body. This is someone who's very familiar with who Jesus is, but she doesn't recognize the post-resurrected Jesus. She said, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. On the evening of that first day of the week when the disciples were, oh, hold on, let me just stay right there. Well, I'll keep going. The disciples were together. With the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, y'all can get on the instruments. I'm about to close. We're going to break this scripture down and we're going home. This is my second closing and I love it so very much. Here it is. Resurrection is an upgrade. You go from death to life and from life to eternal life. It's an upgrade. Jesus went from death to life to eternal life. Eternal life is not just the duration. Eternal life is quality of life. 
You got to know this. Because when you get saved and you receive eternal life, that word eternal in the Greek means unstoppable life. Oh, let's, are y'all ready? It don't mean when I get to heaven, because the truth is, we all are going to live forever somewhere. <laughs> so God giving us eternal life cannot mean we'll live forever. You're going to live forever, either in hell or in heaven. So eternal life is not the length. It's the quality. I feel like running. Does anybody have a higher quality of life? That, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm talking about. That We all waiting to get to heaven. We all waiting for better by and by. And we'll understand it better. Some stuff I want to understand now. Some stuff I want to receive now. Okay. In the Greek, it means unstoppable life. It means a life that cannot be put out or extinguished. It means, an up, it means you're upgraded to overcome, an overcoming life, so that anything you face, you will overcome. That's eternal life. You always win. You always win. Tell your neighbor, I always win. Okay? So we go from weakness to power, darkness to light. God gives us eternal life, right? And it says that the doors were shut and Jesus came and stood among them. The doors were locked, okay? So resurrection power gives me eternal life and resurrection power gives me access through even locked doors. All right. <laughs> See, if Jesus is our example, that means that I can go through shut doors. That means what other people don't have access to, I show right up right in the middle of it. Get ready to be accessible to lock people. Oh, it's not just shut doors. It's locked doors. That means some people definitely don't want you to have this information. They definitely don't want you to have this favor. They definitely don't want you to have this access. But even if the door is shut and locked, I still show up. Tell your neighbor, I'm still going to show up. Tell somebody else, I'm still going to show up. That's the resurrection power of God. When I'm resurrected, you can't shut me out. People can't shut you out. They can't shut you out. That's the power of the risen Jesus. You cannot be shut out in the name. Tell your neighbor, I will not be shut out. Here we go. I'm going in. I'm going in. You can't shut me out. I'm going in. What God has for me is for me. Nobody can block me out. Nobody, no bouncer can say you ain't got access. Because I can go through that and just show up inside. I don't, okay. <laughs> resurrection expedites restoration <laughs> resurrection expedites restoration three days before this the man didn't look human Not months, not years, three days. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Three days before he was beaten, he was wounded, he was pierced, he was bruised. Now he's out and about. Yeah. People who saw you suffer are going to be... Um... I can't even finish it. They're going to look at you like just three days ago. Y'all quiet. Who about Shaka? Your restoration is going to be expedited. They're not going to believe you bounced back so quick. They're not going to believe you came back so strong. Look at your neighbor and say, look at me now. You're not excited enough. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm back now. Tell your neighbor, I'm back now. And I look nothing like my suffering. I look nothing like what I've been through. You didn't know I was a human three days ago. Now you think I'm a gardener. Look what the Lord has done. <laughs> High five the name and say, look at me now. Tell them, look at me now.
He's going to do it so fast. People ain't going to recognize you. Jesus, Jesus went from suffering to the point where he was unrecognizable to being restored to the point where he was unrecognizable. You got beat so bad, they didn't recognize you. Get ready to be blessed so good. They're not going to recognize you. They're not going to know who you are. You're going to be so blessed. You're going to be so restored, so renewed, so revived. Who that is? That is that is that time? Who that? Yes, it is. I'm back and I'm better. Say yeah. Say yeah. Yeah. I suffered to the point of unrecognition. Now I'm restored to the point of unrecognition. Oh my, are y'all ready for that type of restoration? I said, are y'all ready for that type of restoration? Resurrection power transforms and restores to the degree that you don't even recognize Jesus. Why? Hold on, hold on. Don't slow me down yet because I'm still. Somebody shout hallelujah. Yeah, I'm still there. I'm still there. Yeah, we still there. Tell your neighbor, we still there. Why couldn't she recognize Jesus? Why didn't she notice him? I heard a pastor say this, Bishop McClendon in L.A. He said, why didn't she notice him? Because God put him back together so tough. For you. See, see, some people don't need it. That's all you need right there. God is about to put you back together so tough. I'm going to just stay right there. I can't move off that point. I said, God going to put you back together so tough. It's hard to believe that somebody who looked like that three days ago can look like this three days later. Because God can put you back together so good. So good. It's not that I don't notice you. I can't believe it's you. Tell your neighbor, oh, I know it's you. I just can't believe it. I can't believe how blessed you are. Can't believe how happy you are. Can't believe how good you look. Can't believe the pep in your step. Well, believe it or not, I'm restored. Believe it or not. Screaming too much. Y'all gonna let him praise by himself? Is anybody excited about your comeback? People, people who saw your breakdown are gonna be shocked by your comeback. People that saw you go through are gonna be amazed at how you came out. People that saw you get beat and suffer are gonna be amazed. Tell your neighbor, I need y'all to shake your neighbor's hand and say, allow me to reintroduce myself. Get ready to reintroduce yourself. Get ready to reintroduce yourself. People who thought they knew you in the last season don't have a clue. People who thought they knew you, look at me now. Let me reintroduce myself. My name is Victory. My name is Overcomer. My name, my name, oh, yeah, hope. Somebody say, I got a new name. Yeah, Go ahead, reintroduce yourself. Reintroduce yourself. Say, I'm brand new. Tell them I'm back and I'm better. Tell them I'm back and I'm better. Give your Yeah, 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 yeah.
my grandma, my grandma, my grandma, my grandma, my grandma, my grandma. Couple of weeks ago, if she don't mind me telling, was on a flight to Florida. And next thing we knew, my mother-in-law was with her. My mother-in-law told her she woke up and grandma was on the floor of the plane. Lifeless. Three minutes. Three minutes For three minutes, no pulse. Did y'all hear the number? 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 Hold on. So y'all know the end of the story because I'm talking about somebody standing right here. My mom woke up and somebody was giving her mouth to mouth because her heart stopped beating. But she's here today. And guess what? Guess what? Guess what? She took a flight here because God, God brought her back better. Better. She's dancing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all still sitting down? I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. I just told you, forgive my grandma. There's a woman in this building who was clinically and technically dead for three minutes. Hold your breath for three minutes. See how far you get. You mean to tell me she can be dead and come back and praise and you can just sit there like ain't nothing happening? I command everybody to praise God. Go ahead, Grandma. Everybody, praise His name. If she can be dead and come back, you can praise her. Everybody, one, two, yeah! Turn the lights off. The lights shine in darkness. Turn the house lights off. Shine. Shine. Hey. You are the light of the world. Shine, 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 shine. He made you new. He brought you back better than ever. He brought you back better than ever. Jesus was unrecognizable because he was so restored. It's not that I don't know it's you. I can't believe. That's your marriage? I thought that was over. Your, your business is booming? You was about to declare bankruptcy. He's going to put you back together so tough. <laughs> That even people who love you and want to see you make yes, it sir. are not going to recognize you. You thought you knew me, but this is a new me. Bars! Tell your neighbor, you thought you knew me. Oh, but this is a new me. Can I hear the new praise from the new you? There it is, there it is. New praise, new worship from the new you. This is the new me. This is the new me.
move to the side quickly, please. Just stay right there, stay right there. Put the next scripture up there and we're closing. This is it. Look at this, y'all. No walking, please. We're all leaving in the next 10 minutes. And when he had said this, he appeared. He said, peace be on you. Look at this, y'all. He showed them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them, peace be unto you. As my father has sent me, I send you to be the light of the world. That's where I was going. But let me make this point. He said he showed them his scars. He was so put back together that he was unrecognizable, but left his scars. Why would he leave the scars? First of all, it's not sores, it's scars. Because sores still hurt. But scars are healed. Tell your neighbor, it's time to go from sores to scars. Some stuff shouldn't hurt no more. Some stuff shouldn't bother you no more. Some stuff shouldn't hurt you no more. It should be a scar by now. And the way to help sores heal is to stop picking at it. Why is that all you talk about, all you think about? Wow. Stop picking at it. The scars remain not for the sake of shame, but for the sake of ministry. Our scars are what certifies us. Then were the disciples glad. They didn't recognize Jesus until they saw the scars. We are trying to portray a scarless Christianity. You will never reach the world being scarless. We are restored, but we are not flawless. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? We are brought back and we're back and we're better and we're restored and you can't even recognize me, but I still got scars. I still got stuff I'm dealing with. And you cannot minister to the lost, bringing them the perfected, resurrected you without scars. Jesus couldn't even win his own disciples without showing them, look what I've been through. Look what I've been through. You're going to have to be willing to tell somebody what you've been through. Don't go to them with all the glory and all and all. no show them look at what I've been through some people don't even want to hear from you if you ain't been through what they've been through how you gonna give me marital advice you've never been married in order to be a light it doesn't mean you exempt your scars that's the thing that's gonna win them not just the gospel but we overcome by the blood of the lamb and our scars. Don't be ashamed. Now listen, don't tell everybody your scars. Because some people like to abuse you and manipulate you. And you just told me what, no. So be careful. But do not omit saying, hey, I've been through stuff too. Look, I made it through, but I'm back and I'm better. Did y'all hear what I just said? As the Father has sent me, so send I you to be the light in darkness. Hold up your light one more time as we go home. Father, we thank you for making us light. You didn't give us light. You made us light. We will shine in our homes. We will shine everywhere we go. We can't help it. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Hold on, put your hands down one second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When I was studying this, light, 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 there was a lot of reference to light of the morning, light of the morning, light of the morning. He told me light represents it's a new day. So how do I let my light shine? How, how, do, I, how, do, I, how do I do that? <coughs> you let your light shine by letting your newness out. What's new about you? 
Light represents it's a new day. It's a new me. Let your newness out. You go around your old company and you act the same way. No. Wow. Act, you're not acting new. You are. Tell your neighbor, I'm not acting new. I am new. I'm not acting different. I am different. Light represents newness. I'm not the same me. I'm a new me. And the way I let my light shine is by putting the new me in front in the name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.